but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. What's up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. KT is here. Happy Monday. Can I say happy Monday? Can I do that? What's going on, girl? Um, I guess you can say happy Monday. We can stay positive around this bitch. Well, I'm going to stay positive because <laughs> I found out. That well, yes. Well, to answer my own question, yeah, this will be a happy Monday for me because <laughs> I just heard that uh, today was National Orgasm Day. So hey. go ahead and um, this will be the shortest podcast episode in the series. <laughs> but uh, nah, but even I might though we have still to break out my Fifty Shades of Grey, the Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> that the, the rose what what what's the male equivalent to to the rose is there um there is one there is one really it's yeah it's like a it's it's definitely interesting like oh god it's, it's, like it's probably it's like a throat <laughs> like it, what's called a what is it called? Like and everything. Seriously? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the throat goat three thousand. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're calling it? Um, that throat would be goat. a good name for it. Hey, see, I might have to get involved. I might go ahead and start my own products. Let me go ahead and get that name up there. <laughs> throat goat. I just would never imagine because I just would imagine any type of adult toy for a guy. I just feel like it would be too complicated. So, but well, that's interesting. But today is National Orgasm Day, and you know, I I figured that I would celebrate. So KT is <laughs> KT is here. Uh, Shaw will be pulling up. Uh, shout out to to Nas. Nas said he wouldn't be able to make it today. Uh, Keisha never makes it and (laughs) (laughs) so just like why of course but you know we still we still got some work to put in so we're going to put in some work and um I wanted to start with uh, an update now I know KT you weren't here last week but we did cover the Carly Russell stuff Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a nice little, nice little laugh about that, where her pulling a a, a juicy smoothie, and <laughs> um, mm. and so I got a bit more information as more things because she's she was officially 
arrested and charged. She she uh, was released on bond. She bonded out. But uh, more information came out. Now, this sounds a little gossipy. I, I couldn't find out if this was like actually all the way true, but um, it was quote-unquote reported, and I put that in heavy quotations, that the reason she did all of this was because a boyfriend cheated on her with a stripper. And this was her way of getting back at him. Like, you know, you're going to miss me when I'm gone type of thing, and you will appreciate me, you know, on, on that type of thing. Now, I don't know how true that is, but when I read that, um, I was like, mm, this is gossipy, but at the same time, considering everything that has happened, I believe that, just personally, just for messiness sake, I believe that, that you know, he did whatever he did, which would explain him being in the media a lot. He had like four official statements uh, and a crazy amount of like social media interaction when all this was going on in the span of 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> you look like the type of guy that would have done something like that. And she looks like the type of girl that would have done that in reaction to um, but I just I just thought that was funny. Now I know you you missed last week, but did you have any thoughts? Like the the story's basically done now. The chapter's all closed, and and you know you can add your Doctor Seuss, Aesop fable more to the story at the end of all this because you know she saw the baby, she snatched her own wig, she threw herself down the embankment to get dirty. She did a few push ups. And sit ups to you know get to get that grime and grit on her, um, hung out for a little bit, and then walked back to her parents' house a couple of days later. Found out it was all made up. So it's like, but what's what's your thoughts about all that? I feel like that's really dramatic. Like, <laughs> why? Like, what's the reason? I wish I knew. I wish I knew the reason why. Um, and of course, it's, it's just weird to me. Now, you know, if we brought on the spectrum, like, okay, if I look at, you know, the counterparts, like white women do this all the time. Um, and, you know, it doesn't get the Black type people. of media coverage. Black people, we don't have to do everything white people do. Please. Right. So I, we don't know, have to do that. Like we, we already had you know, we already had Juicy. So I'm like, okay, Juicy already to mess things up for our community. Is 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 it's also like the DC sniper. You know, because we was like, mm, you know, ain't, ain't no black people doing nothing like that. Black people ain't doing right. no crazy mass shooting like that. And then the DC sniper happened, we was like, bruh. Like, <laughs> like Come on, man! Like now even we, we white can't folks even. Thought we was white. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, come on, man. So yeah, th- this this is like juicy. Already did that, and then this Carly Russell comes out, and it's like, come on, we don't have to do everything that they do. That it's okay to be set apart. It's okay to be consecrated. <laughs> to, to be. To be. It's okay. Like to be consecrated and set apart. We don't have to do everything. Everything? Everything. We don't have to do everything. 
like the like them. Like we just don't. So I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. So now you faking kidnappings, like, you know. Now I, I was reading just a few of like white women's fake kidnapping stories, and like that they get very, very, very detailed. Um, <laughs> um, mm. but their fake kidnapping stories, um often either kills people or sends people to jail. Like even on this podcast, and this was a long time ago, we did cover uh one of a fake kidnapping story about a white woman. Uh I'm trying to look that up right now because I'm I'm trying to get my journalistic integrity on. Um let's see, let's see. Now this was way back in the archives. And this was such a long time ago. Ah, episode 79. We talked about Sherry Sherry Papini or something like that. Um she basically faked her own kidnapping just to run off with the side nigga. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know, she <clears throat> faked like he kidnapped her, but it was to run off with him. Um but they found out that it was fake and you know, she she's in jail right now. She's serving well, she was serving um mm-hmm. like eighteen months. So I'm I'm I would imagine that she's out now, but you know. Well, stuff like that. Carly Russell's shit, man. <laughs> I don't Black know. People, people are going missing is never gonna get publicized ever again because of this shit right here. And that's and that's my thing overall. Like, okay, because this is an actual issue, and of course, that's why everyone took it so seriously in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, because this is an issue. And for you to do this when they, you know, when they stood up there on that camera and was like, yeah, so she searched uh, and looked up information from she watched the movie Taken. She looked up to see, you know, how old you had to be to get an Amber Alert and you know, all these things about how to get kidnapped. Watched a few YouTube videos, made a few tweets, liked a few Instagram pictures on how to get kidnapped. And it was like, come on, girl. Come on. And but either way, but that's still a very serious issue. So I just hope that people with her and her silliness being juicy you know we we have our our jokes and stuff but juicy smoulier um yeah this is your fault i blame you i I blame you at least what she could have done was stick to his just a little bit like you could have did a little something had a friend or two you know actually do this you know have them dress up as whoever you described like a man with orange hair that actually like snatches you up. Hell, get Marlon Wayans to play little man again. I'm just saying. Yeah, like you know, just, <laughs> just you could have done something. You know, that made it a bit more. I mean, have them throw bleach on you, like juicy. <laughs> have, have a put a noose around your neck. You know, like this MAGA yeah. country. You know, you you could have done the same <laughs> thing. You know, you could have done the same thing. But but I um. <laughs> And where where was she? Where was she? 
yeah, see, see, she was in Alabama. See, that story would have would have been a bit more believable, mm-hmm. you know, because you're in Alabama. So it was right. like, all right, Which yeah, really Hoover, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, so you you could have you could have dang near copy and pasted Juicy Smoulier's story, and it would have been more believe. Where were you? Alabama? Yeah, you're right. You know, that might be a little MAGA country. Yeah, that might actually would have happened. Not, you know, in the streets of Chicago in February. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so, With you know, Subway now people... being open at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 2 o'clock in the morning. Just <laughs> I always think, I always go back to Dave Chappelle when he reenacts. It's like, okay, hmm, I don't know. Subway? Sandwiches? <laughs> it's always so funny to me. <laughs> Just, oh man. I I think I think Juicy's career is forever damaged, not only because of what he did, but also thanks to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle called him called him French. So y'all remember that French actor, Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> <laughs> He's a French actor. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, called him French. That, that's just, funny. Ugh, I just I was so disappointed in him for that bull crap. Yeah, because it, it it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense for him to do what he did, especially if he's just trying to get more episodes, um, for Empire, and, and now you you'll be lucky to get any type of roles. But mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm starting my my Tubi production company, and I'm I'm just making movies just for Tubi, and. <laughs> You know, I might can I might can steal Juicy for for a comeback role. You know, Jonathan Majors too. Um, Carly Russell, I can tell your story. I, I really can. We 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 might can get on Lifetime. Let me do it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can I can get it done. I can get it done. Uh, another funny be, thing. I would be uh, assistant director for that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, everybody's going to be everybody's going to be something, something. But we trying to get this paper, baby. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to get this paper, baby. But <laughs> so, did you see when uh, Mitch McConnell's controller died on live TV? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, like <sighs> he got stuck for real. He couldn't get out the box. Like I tell you what it was. I felt like he saw I feel like he saw something. And I and I mm. want to say that something was was something of uh melanated stature. He's it was the ancestors. He saw the ancestors. One mm. of the ancestors. Just appeared before him and, and uh, was like the ancestors been uh been haunting him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, cause this the man Maybe that was, it was like only in his dreams at first, but then Yep. They appeared 
Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They, they they appeared right there in that conference mm-hmm. room and, and were just like, uh huh. It was like the episode yeah. of uh, what you call it, um, Lovecraft Country. Oh yes, and all them yep. damn ghosts. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And honestly, I feel like that's what should happen to Mitch McConnell. But I'm I'm trying to be somewhat professional because you know I don't want to wish bad or or revel um, in this man's condition. Um, even though I've made it known quite a few times that I am no fan of this man, um, if to to sit there and do the things he's done, um, he clearly has an agenda. Uh, it's a a pro white agenda, uh, and to say things like "Oh, Barack Obama's inauguration to presidency is black people's reparations." So you don't get reparations because Obama has been elected. But at the same time, when he was elected, you stood in front of a camera and said you will vow to oppose Obama at every wake and turn, which you guys did. Uh, and so many other extremely tone deaf, borderline racist, uh, deplorable, disgusting things that I also understand because you have an agenda and that is to protect a particular set of people. But, you know, I, I, I was taught and it has been uh, taught unto me that we do not rejoice when our enemy falls, lest we fall. So I'm just saying it looked very it's weird. So hard. It is hard. It's very hard. It's so hard. Yeah. It's very hard. That you know, I try to learn. Not to say that's what you get, mo- which but, I want yeah. to. Like mm-hmm. honestly, when I mm-hmm. first saw it, it took everything in me not to, <laughs> you know, like I wanted to, but I, I didn't. I didn't, and I said, "That's crazy." Um, it was like I, I hope they didn't have this man die on live TV, and whatever's going on. You know, but I also looked and thought about, you know, there's there's a new generation of politicians um, that now has an opportunity to fill these positions. But I know the Mitch McConnell's of the political world aren't dumb enough to where they haven't prepped and prepared people to fill their spot to continue on with their legacies. So. You know, uh, I do hope. Yeah, he got that turban on. Hey. Are you Nick Cannon now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Peace Y'all is officially in the building. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Been working too hard. Just think way over there in the lab. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yep. But yeah, but how y'all doing? You know, y'all non hardworking folk. Y'all didn't sweat today. Man, what you mean? I, I've I've lost weight. I was sweating so hard today. Because uh, it, it is hot. So I, I basically have undertaken a um an artificial green thumb thing. I've I've been uh planting grass and doing all this lawn uh, landscaping and lawn work and stuff over the last couple of weeks. Uh and so today for Couple hours, couple hours of some change, you know, outside 
tilling the land and getting all that stuff, raking up dead grass and da 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 da, planting seeds, putting down fertilizer, putting down dirt and topsoil, watering it, and all, you know, moving this here, moving that there. Yeah, I was out there for a couple hours and sweating mm. my butt off, man. I know I lost some weight. I know I did, which I was like, all right, See, that's but cool. But you, you off tomorrow, though. But I so. am off tomorrow. Yes, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's why I did it. Sometime I write that. You know, but, you know, I'm not finished. So, so that's basically what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. So early morning before it gets too hot, I'll be doing another side. Because I don't know. It just, I just had this weird thing that where just like, a, uh, like half of my grass just died. So it's just dirt. And I was like, I don't want to look like, you know, I'm in the hood. So let me plant some grass. And, I've never planted grass before, so it's a learning experience. Thank God for YouTube. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm 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 serious. I'm so serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. But you know, it's, we've been working. So glad to have you. We was talking about uh, Mitch McConnell when his controller died, or on live TV, and so you know he needed to get his batteries. So they you know whisked him away, and Ooh. you know. What's up? I'm sorry. I just thought of, you know, that scene from uh, uh, Tales from the Hood <laughs> with all the Ooh. little black dolls. Yep. The little nigglets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that... man. <laughs> oh, man. That's what. <laughs> That's what happened to Mitch McConnell. That's what happened to Mitch. That's what happened. He saw them standing in the background waiting for his ass. He saw those black dolls in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, them black oh, dolls. Now, that, that was a crazy scene. Them black dolls mm -hmm. was eating. Oh, that was, that was tearing that dude up or just tearing people up in general. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. He saw those black dolls. <laughs> they, they coming. They gonna Mr. be. McConnell was doing. He he was doing a mannequin challenge. That's <laughs> he, what he was doing. He was about ten years late, but hey, you know he <laughs> he was about ten years too late for that mannequin challenge. But hey, I don't mm. I don't think I've seen anyone do it better than how he did it. <laughs> yeah, boy. Me, me at sentence, wasn't it? Mid syllable. That man, mm. and, and you know he's he's already old, and that face drooped so much, so you ain't know what was happening say, to him. About to say he probably he probably had a stroke, a, yep. a mild stroke. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Probably, you know, I wish all is well. I, you know, thoughts and prayers for him, and I also hope he stepped down. So, but, <laughs> but, you know. It's all good. Hey, P, have you seen uh they clone Tyrone? What? The, um, as soon as it came out, saw it twice. As soon as it came out, you saw it twice. All right, look. Mm -hmm. I look. I I I need your review. What would you think about it? What do you think about the movie? I mean, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Okay, okay. I mean, um, it actually um was one of those conspiracy type things that made you say, hmm. Are they really doing that in the hood? It made me say that. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. He said, Jamie Foxx said, Nigga, I ain't never seen you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the chicken. 
I said, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, he got a point. But yeah, um, and it's kind of ironic, like that. Even after that, they tried to say that they was cloning Jamie Foxx after that movie came out. But yeah, I believe you know them experiences. That's why they tried it with Johnson and Johnson. Now you got women with ovarian cancer. You know, you they tried it with um, you know the perms. Remember those women was getting cancer from them perms um, a while back, and I was like. Well, yeah, I mean, if they are experimenting um, social um, experiments with stuff like that, I can see it. Um, and we wouldn't even know if it was real or not, because we're like, man, it's just something about that chicken. It's something about that um that, that girl, that girl, that girl chicken or, or that lotto meal. It's just something about it that I just can't put it down. It's something about those waffles. And you're like, yeah, they experiment with you. And every time you. Um, talk about a waffle or talk about McDonald's or talk about that slushy or talk about that hot dog, that burger, whatever it is that you like. They just, you know, you're, through social media, through your the Internet, through those flies on the wall. It's like, yeah. And marking it off, say, hey, that works. Let's, let's do it again. I am just under the belief and I truly believe this. Um, and it's just it's so evident dang near obvious down that the food in America is different from food anywhere else because of mm -hmm. the additives and all the extra stuff that they add into it. I just saw a video of a girl from, from Canada. She had a Heinz ketchup bottle from Canada and a Heinz ketchup bottle from, from the U S and she was like, this, this is the ingredients of the makeup for this ketchup that's from Canada. And she listed like four different ingredients, tomato paste, something, something, and something, something, something. That's the ketchup here. And then she read all this stuff in the ketchup for, you know, for the American ketchup. And, and But we see these videos and stuff all the time. So it's like, yes, this was a conspiracy theory type video, uh, movie that we've always have said, you know, or thought about. Uh, or speculated and this, that, and the third, you know, it was, it was entertaining to see it all be played out that way. But of course we know that there can be some, some parallels drawn, you know, once you, you know, past the, the comedy, Jamie Foxx was hilarious in this movie. Um, and no, they did not <laughs> clone Christmas Jamie Foxx. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't clone Jamie Foxx, but um, you know, I thought it was a good, a, a really good movie. Wifey and I watched it. You know, we laughed through it. Uh, and, you know, and we hmm about some things as well. But he, here is here is a uh, a review that I read online. I thought was really good, and I want to get you guys take on it. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a read, but I'll read through it. This, this commenter reviewed this movie as follows. So let me make this clear for the ones who keep missing the message of this movie. You are the clone. This movie has nothing to do with Jamie Foxx being cloned. This movie is about you. All you drug dealers, scammers, gangsters, pimps, holes, and hood rats. You are the clones. You're just carbon copies of the same stereotypes placed in neighborhoods all across the country. 
You're allowed to thrive because what you're doing to the community keeps the property values low and the whites out, which allows the powers that be to experiment freely on your communities without fear of harming their own. You are the clones. You destroy your own living conditions for little to no real financial gain and at the expense of your own family due to lack of self-esteem and knowledge of self. You are the clones. You can't see past your own block or your own hood because you have been programmed to be short-sighted to keep you from seeing far enough to see the bigger picture. The bigger picture is that you are the clone. Notice how Tyrone wasn't even a character in the whole story. Tyrone was the clone at the end that saw himself on the news after the truth was finally revealed. You are Tyrone. Also, notice how the whole hood had to finally come together to prevail. Please tell me that this didn't completely go over y'all head. My people suffer for a lack of knowledge. The real question is, how long though, Tyrone? You are the clone. End quote. Mm. So, what do you guys think about that? I, I know... KT haven't seen it all the way through. Seen it about halfway through, so it was a bit spoilerish at the end. Um, but that's all right. I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yes, <laughs> but it it is it is basically what what they say as far as the the movie goes. Quick spoiler: Yeah, Tyrone, as you see, Tyrone is not even in the movie until the very end when he actually realized that they cloned him. They cloned him. And then placed them in cities all in, in hoods all over the country uh, where they had these this operation going where they were experimenting on black people in the hood and and using all of these people, uh, all these different degenerates of, of the hood, so to speak, uh, to <clears throat> perpetuate what they were doing, pimps, holes. Drug dealers, da 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 da. Peshaw, what what do you think about that that review? There was like, you know what? This is this is to point the finger at you. What you saw happen in this movie, you're doing to your, do you do it to your own neighborhoods? Right now, you are a clone. Right. Um. What I take from it is in um the whole point of well, you know, I'm gonna do what they do. I'm gonna be like them, um, the copycat type thing. And um, I mean, we we seen it a lot growing up, but now you know even kids are copying what they see, and not knowing it's you know it's like a not to talk prison talk or jail talk, it's like a revolving door because behind the wall they teach you to tuck your shirt in, um, stay well groomed, walk on this side of the line, um, go through the chains of command, and even when you're on paperwork, it, they do the same thing, and then it gets to that point that you're so programmed to do that, not knowing that you're not, you know, it's like, it becomes like your second nature. Like automatically I'm a, I'm a, I'm a work this way. I'm a talk this way. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Um, but as far as that, you know, we are the clone. Um, it makes you look at yourself in the mirror and even looking at how, how many different people that was, you know, in the movie itself and the drug dealers, they're there to, to keep order the, the, the pimps and hoes were there to keep order. Um, when you think about the, the society and the places that you're living in now, they tear those places down to build up a different community, right? 
and like where I'm at, you know, we're in the upstate area, right, KT? And we see different houses, different neighborhoods get put up every other day. And you're like, yo, where the hood at anymore? Like, it's not really a hood anymore. And if you're not a part of a type of demographic, then you're really not going to be in that specific space. But um, I would say that that reviewer makes you think, it, but it makes you overall look at yourself like, wow, do I follow the trends or do I do what other people are doing or am I my own person? Because if it's talking like that, like you are the clone, like we are the clone, um, that means, you know, it's a lot of followers and, I, you know, it's a lot of um, Indians and not enough chiefs. Basically, basically. KT, I know you only seen half <laughs> of it, but I know you, you got this. What's up? What do you think about it? Um, I think it's a very interesting uh, review. I think it's spot on just from what I've seen so far of the movie. Um, now, um, you know, I'm going to finish watching it once I get off of here. But um, yeah, it sounds like sounds like it's pretty accurate. Well, yeah. I mean, I have. So much more of the movie to see, but yeah, yeah, it it'll, it'll play into it. Yeah, I can see that already. It'll play it'll play into uh, everything. Um, and I, I just say it like this: Look, if if they experiment with eugenics on black people, um, mm-hmm. they created a billion dollar industry called you know Planned Parenthood <clears throat> and things like it. Uh, but that was mainly the inception was to find a way to quell the the population of black people. If you do things like the the Tuskegee experiment and all these mm-hmm. other things that they've done when they experimented on black people, like historically, historical fact, but they've experimented on black people. You know, where they think that you know black people have a higher threshold of pain, so they experiment on them and do different things um, because they still thought for whatever reason we were, you know, subhuman. We weren't, you know, like them. Um, we were beasts, basically. Of course, I still believe they do that to some degree. Maybe it's a right. wider area where it's not specifically talk, targeted to black people because um, just just like I mentioned with the ketchup, you know, that's just a small example. Just the, the extra things um, the chemicals and additives and all this extra stuff that they put in our food um, that we eat every single day. Right, it's a business. So and I, so I, I totally, you know, in my conspiracy Black Panther bag, I totally believe mm. this movie. You know, it may not be like an underground lab, but may, hey, maybe there is it's something. But yeah, it's something. It's, it's- See, you own something. See, and I think about that every single time. You like, got to be you know, I'm big. I'm big in ministry. I love missionary, but I always think like, you know, it's a lot of people here, white, black, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But you know, uh-huh. whites are in the forefront and going to Africa to build schools, to build this, to build that, to buy the land, to do this. And I'm like, it's people here who need that too. What is the you know um, the objective to spend millions? over there and we need and it's people over here who can need it because i tell people i still say this 
I don't know if you all heard it. Have y'all heard anybody in Africa or have y'all seen it on the news of them when it, getting sick when COVID was strong? Uh, not that I saw or even can remember. I mean, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think about it I'm like, spots, oh, but you know, it wasn't as widespread. Yeah. And, and I was like, yo, what they got over there that we don't have over here? Or, you know, like maybe we should have went back to our home. You know, our native um, country. But, um, you know, it's just those things like that that I think about. Like, yo, it's something. Um, they're not making these movies and not have that idea in their head. I believe every movie, every every type of gun you look at, every knife you look at, every extraterrestrial person being, somebody looked like that. And just like those buildings, building that, that was an idea from something. Where did you get that from? Why did you think like that? Um did you hear about it from somebody or did you was like, hey, I'm going to do that because that's real life. And I do believe, like you said, Dante, hey, it may not be an underground lab, but, you know, maybe it could be something that we can't see. These hood houses, that that trap house that they had in the movie with an elevator. Elevator. <laughs> yeah. What did Jamie Foxx say? Man, it's an elevator in the hood. <laughs> Nigga, you don't think something wrong with that? <laughs> There's an elevator in the trap house? <laughs> in the trap house? Yeah. But yeah. you know, I I really do I really do think that, and I I, I think it's just I, I I just always think you know not, of course not every movie, but I think for the most part it does pull on some sort of it, it pulls off reality to a degree, mm-hmm. um, and I yeah. think some of these presentations that we see as entertainment, I think the truth will be right in front of our eyes. We're looking exactly at how things is done. Um, but it's just presented in a way to where it's like, mm, you know, to where we would think is outlandish. But yeah, as far as this particular movie, oh, I absolutely believe that that's that's happening to some extent, um, more so than than we realize. Now, so mm-hmm. you know, but glad to see Jimmy Fox. Um, you know, he's coming. He came back out and you know let people know. Look, I ain't dead yet, niggas. I ain't dead. They didn't clone me. I'm good. Um, but people were kind of upset that he took so long to come out and be like, well, why did you wait so long? And I, I just found that to be That's like, business. Yeah, it just like let the man have his moment because he's still human. And I understand people was like, well, you know, we love you. We support you. Da, 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 da. We haven't heard anything from you. So we just felt like we could have gotten some sort of some sort of update or something, you know, so why'd you wait so long? La, 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 la. And I was like, bro, let him handle his issues. Let him handle his business. It's like, it's okay. Who, who needs to know knows. And so we don't need to know, like, you know, so I, I just felt like the question I want to ask you guys, especially with Jamie Foxx, um, the movie aside, you know, he went on social media and addressed everybody. Was like, "Look, I just didn't want y'all to see me like that." And da 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 da. Uh, and people still didn't really fully accept that. Um, ex- they didn't accept that. So, you know, KT did. Did you think Jamie Foxx had to go public to address uh, the no. public? No, absolutely not. Yeah. That's his business. Yeah. People have a weird sort of entitlement to other people's mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Just they feel like because you're a celebrity that it is 
your responsibility to always share everything that's going on in your life. Right. <laughs> no. Sure. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's like they are human. They they are human just like us. They just happen to pick a a career that has them in the yes, forefront in the or zone. in the right. limelight, but that doesn't mean they have to share all their business. I sure right. wouldn't. I would not. They wouldn't like me as a celebrity. I'll tell you that. KT, it's one they of those times like if me. you put up a post right now and say, "Hey, you know, uh, y'all pray, for, y'all, y'all pray for Dante." That's it. Just in general, they can be like, "What's wrong with him? What, what happened? Mm-hmm. What he do?" I just said, "Pray for him, man. Like, man, just pray for him." Like, I mean, you know, some you prayers not good prayers, but just in general, people are just so nosy. They always want to be in, like, they feel, you know, they entitled to know your business. And um, mm-hmm. I think his daughter, that, as a matter of fact, his daughter said his business without saying his business. His daughter was like, hey, you know, the family is going through. Um, you know, I just want y'all to keep my dad in prayer. Thank you for our prophecy. That's all she said. Mm-hmm. Once she put that statement up, um, TMZ. You know, everybody was like, yo, what's wrong? Why did she say that? What's going on with him? Is he, is he dying? Everybody's speculating. And she just said, and keep everything. It's like, okay. Th- that's the thing that, that... It's his business. Whatever went on, whatever health scare he had, that's his business. We are not entitled to know the details. Facts. Big facts. But, you know, if, with, with that, that's a very good point that y'all brought up because it was like, the daughter was giving updates. Basically, the daughter was letting y'all know, but y'all weren't believing her. Like she you is the daughter. Face. Yeah, you want to see his face? <laughs> like what? Like that's what they said. We want to see his you face. You weren't believing the daughter yeah. who was telling y'all, "Nah, he's he's good. All right, this is what happened. He's good." Da, 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 da. All these conflicting reports, and you know, people trying to be first to the story and not right, you know, on the story. Um. So she she cleared everything up, but y'all still weren't accepting her, given the update she was given. And I was like, "That's all you deserve. That's more than what you deserve. Chill out. Just right. pray. Just pray. Well, you know, whatever it is that you do to show your solidarity, solidarity and report and, and support, and then just mind your business. That's all. Just just mind your business. Just mind your business. Just that's all you got to do." Not that hard, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> Back up. Uh, that that's a Fresh Prince uh, reference because I I I'm starting to understand and realize that we have a lot of we have a diverse uh, fan base that that listens every week. So you know that's a Will Smith Fresh Prince mm-hmm. reference. You know the early, early season. Will Smith so, and Jamie Foxx are my two favorite actors. I mean, you know, to me, they're my two favorite actors, and I'm gonna tell you why. And I know this is probably not part of something we want to talk about. They are the only, talk they are the only ones I like Denzel, like all them other ones too. But they all the 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 wide variety of things they've done. They done the animations. They done musicals. They done um, comedy, of course. They done their TV shows. Um, they've been superheroes. They've been villains. Y'all like uh, Jamie Foxx. I mean, Will Smith has been a villain. Okay, you you're right. That's why he was on Justice League. I mean, you know, as in he he legitly was the um the one on Suicide Squad. 
who was a he was a villain. They just used him to be the hero. He was a villain on that. So, you know, I, I look at all of that like, yo, those my two guys right now. Yes, sir. But yeah, I do not want to see Will Smith do Aladdin no more though. But he did good. He did good. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I I I could have done with that. I, I would say Will Smith is definitely <laughs> taking some ventures, and I'm like, you know what? You could have done without that. That could have stayed out of your filmography because it it doesn't look good as a whole. But you know, mm-hmm. at this point, when it comes to Jamie Fox, I I don't I don't care what he does. I will always remember on the television show when Mark Curry was. Acting like the driving instructor and he had him doing push ups. Sing it like Prince, boy. See you, you a sissy boy. Just say you a sissy boy. No, I was saying it. That was the one. When he ran up on uh, Braxton. And he and almost fell. And almost fell. Everybody, everybody had to turn around and laugh. Everybody turned around. Everybody. Jamie was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> he had to turn his I wish head. I, I he wish I could like, pull it up uh-huh. right now. That's in my top twenty. Me and my kids watched out. it the other day. Shout out to to uh, man. I cannot think of his name right now, but Braxton. Braxton P. Hartnerbrand. Bro, him. But he, he the real OG. He, he kept, he People don't know he a real OG. Yeah, yeah. right. Which was funny. I was like, y'all see him as Braxton, but no, he was the the main bad guy in like three hood movies. And he was a yeah. cold mm-hmm. nigga, boy. And he was a he was cold blood. nigga. Yeah. yeah. He was I am not a sissy boy. Well, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Braxton. That is Braxton did a 360 man. when he when he went on that show. Man. From a thug to Braxton oh. B. Hart and Breeze. Oh. Third. <laughs> oh, y'all gonna make me binge watch the whole all the seasons listen <laughs> listen yeah, hey well while you binge watch you you can go to subway and get you a sub because now let's play a little game let's play a little dope doo-doo now um i'm gonna read the story to y'all because subway is offering free subs for life but you gotta do something first so if you love sandwiches and are all that keen on your name, Subway has an offer for you. This week, the fast food chain announced that one lucky customer who legally changes their name to Subway would be rewarded with free Deli Hero subs for life. Contests will, will open online from August 1st to the 4th at SubwayNameChange.com. And any you adult in the U.S., you got four days to do it. Well, well, it's well. I, I, here, here's the rules right here. Any adult in the U.S. can enter. The winning contestant just needs to agree to the name change if randomly selected. The company said it will reimburse the winner for legal and processing costs connected with the name change. So I'm guessing you go on this website and you enter your name. I guess it's like a big raffle. If you are selected. If you are selected, then for you to receive the the free Delhi Hero subs, uh, it seems to be that's the only thing you can get from Subway for free. But in order to get to this deal, you have to agree to change your name. And I would imagine that will happen, might have to happen in a particular amount of time. But with this said, no. With this said, well, all right, so since you're you're answering, KT, KT, is this dope? 
it, it's it, you know su- Subway oh, Thomas. Shit. Would 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 that be enough to to get you a free sub for life? Oh, you know. Shit. <laughs> you you seen that video with that little boy? Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because man. um So you so you wanna do it, KT? You wanna do it for no. You can change you can change your name Subway back in the year. Sandwiches just ain't that good, honey. They just Come aren't. on now. I thought they're not I that thought good. Was, you know. Yeah. And well. are they are they trying to find another Jared? Because I feel like that's the quickest way to find another psychopath yeah. to represent yeah. Subway. Yes. <laughs> because who Is in their right man, mind going to change their name to Subway to get some free A hundred some people? And, See, and that's what I was so, just going off what so you were saying. Right. And they're not going to be so in their right answer. mind. That's what I'm saying. See, See like you said, no, you're not just someone. You're going to have multiple people that do it. But all of us not gonna win. Only one of us. I changed my name for nothing, and I lost. I changed my name, and I didn't they even get picked. They don't have to change their name until after, right? After they're selected. No, nah. right? no, it's got to be official. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Here's the update. All right. Mm. So, uh, this is to pre- introduce the Delhi Hero Sub, which is what they say they get for life. Now, the contest winner must undergo a, undergo a background check and must provide the company with proof of the name change within four months of accepting the prize, which will be awarded in the form of $50,000 in Subway gift cards. I I just don't know about y'all, but that doesn't sound like free subs for life. That's just $50,000 worth of subs. $50,000 worth of subs. And so you're going to reimburse... $8 a pop. Right. So all I'm saying is, I'm just gonna go ahead and do a little math. Let me make sure this math is math in here. The regular <laughs> sub is about eight dollars. You know, it's been a while since I've been there, but I know. Yeah, it's about eight. You know what? I'll round up and say nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means that means you can buy five thousand five hundred and fifty-six subs. I. I guess they're saying that in your lifetime you won't buy more than that. <laughs> and, and what else comes with that? Is this like you get the chips with it? Do you get the drink too, or just the sub? I'm just gonna come and get the sub. That's it. No but cookie. Did the, the, no, no cookie. Bevish. Nothing. No beverage. Uh uh-uh. uh. Go ahead and get, get. Nope. Nope. Go. Go. What to is the on the hero sub? What is on the hero sub? What's on the hero uh, sub? I don't know. Let's. I'm about to look it up. Let, let me look it up. Right. They've been better off asking if somebody would change their name to Hero. The subway. <laughs> Alrighty. The Delhi Hero. The new Delhi Hero comes with double cheese and all served on Subway's freshly baked artisan Italian bread. Uh blah 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 blah. Ah, here it is. I'm gonna show a picture. <laughs> this is a picture Dude. of <laughs> can't You're gonna be this on the picture after you of the that. daily this is the del this is the, the hero sub and, and the variations of it. Yeah, um yeah no. the daily hero. Is that a six inch a foot? It's a foot. I'm ass- yeah, I'm assuming that's that's a foot long. But you know, if you change your name to Subway, you can get one of these variations 
for life or 5,556 5, times. <laughs> Five hundred, five thousand five hundred fifty-six of these for the rest of your you life. You go to two. You donated to two schools. It's over with. Oh my! The God. right school is over with. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Let's yeah. say. Let's say you buy. Hmm. How many times would you go to Subway a week if you had free subs for life? Well, in the beginning, you're gonna go uh, every day. In the beginning, you gonna go every day for about two weeks. Then you gonna take your two week break. Then you gonna buy your homeboy something for the next week. So you really no, yeah, mm -mm. I can't no, mm -mm. nope, not gonna happen. I'm tired of regular food every day, so <laughs> I get tired of the same cereal every day. What? The tired of same milk? Mm -mm. Two percent? Mm, let me get whole today. No. Mm. I don't like going the same route to work every day. But then I messed around, went the other way, got caught by a train. I said, nope, not again, not going that way no more. <laughs> I'm still waiting on some oh, of that uh, that food that KT promised two years ago. I'm just saying, you said it. I'm just... Yo, I'm going to tell you what pod is on because I seen it. it the other day. It's probably in my feed. Nigga never contacted me to get it. <laughs> what? Do, you never do you contacted me to get it. So do don't you, do that. Do you do DoorDash? You do DoorDash? Hell no. You just... You, all right. I'll, tell me where the exit is. I'll meet you at the QT. It's a QT off every exit. All right. Now, now, now y'all look at this now. With, with, with this said... Now, if you want to have something else to go with your daily hero for life, um, I would suggest, you know, hey, maybe you would like to have some Skittles. So in another collaborative effort in, in a celebration of National Mustard Day, now today is National Orgasm Day. Orgasm now, we'll Day. be partaking. Uh-huh. But, but. August 5th is National Mustard Day. And in celebration of that, French's mustard and Skittles have come together. Come together oh, right now. now. Over oh, me. <laughs> they come together with um, a collaborative agent. <laughs> Shut up. They come together. <laughs> they come together <laughs> to provide. Mustard Skittles! Hey! Does, doesn't that look is dope that, right there? I'm gonna tell you what it looks like. You say it look like it, you say it look dope? Yeah, it looks doo-doo. Who gonna eat some 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 mustard Skittles? Mustard Skittles. Yeah. What kind of country Skittles, stuff baby. is that? I say again. Bushy. Bushy. <laughs> 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 No. Not it, and the they got the package Skittles. and everything. Yeah. Mm. Let me see if I can find a Man better, ain't Skittles uh, coming next. Look at that. Man ain't Skittles look, 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 look is coming next. Oh uh, man, they really did that. How much they pay that girl to, to act like she's eating that, that mustard Skittles? You see, it ain't in her mouth yet. You see, it, right? Is she black. Exactly. It's not no, in her mouth. No. Yeah, they they paid her. 
They paid her. They paid her. Look at that. Yeah, she black. There ain't no way they did that to her. <laughs> Let's put a black girl out here, and maybe black people will like it. Yeah. Hold up, look oh. at this picture. <laughs> trying to trick me. I don't picture. know. She a little... She a little See, uh, you know, I was just about to say they need to make some with some ketchup. Uh-uh, look at that. But is are they sweet, or do they taste like just mustard? I, I don't know, but you know what? You can get some... And, and and let us know no. a little field no. report doo doo baby no. it's doo doo <laughs> doo doo nope I bet you uh, we don't get any pig on that one. Oh my niece will try it yeah she said my niece will try it and report back mm-hmm. yeah have a report back see what's going on there see they gonna make That's mayonnaise hilarious. next mayonnaise oh M&M's oh my mm. god no no Are you gay? no <laughs> No, not no mayonnaise. Ooh, M&M's. Taste the cream filling, mayonnaise. Oh Ooh. my! Oh, pause, pause. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my oh. god! Ooh. Nah, Ooh. man. Yeah, that, that's a, um, a very disgusting uh, round of dopa doodle. All right, look, mm. man. Um. I waited a week for this because I wanted to get all the information that I could. And the more that I found, just the more disgusted that I was, especially especially with the commentary around it. And just yet another reason um, why I cannot stand conservatives, at least modern conservatives, because it's just the most tone-deaf, stupid, gaslighting people I have ever seen. Um, Now, Malcolm X called them the wolf, and dang, they are the wolf. Absolutely. But I think they've been hanging around the fox a little bit because they they try to gaslight you to high hell. But we're talking about the new Florida initiative on African-American studies, uh, which has been approved it's been taken to court. People have had town meetings and town halls voicing their um, their opposition to this. But there's a video clip of them being in this town hall fight meeting where they had just people left, you know, all types of people, black, white, just Hispanic, just all types of people coming up, voicing their opinion in opposition to this thing. And Right. That panel stood right there after hearing all these people and said, all in favor, say budge. I, all of them say I, and they didn't budge. And they said, all right, we're going to insert and implement this curriculum. And basically they want to teach African-American uh, <clears throat> history uh, to teach it in a way that will show and convey that, you know what? Black people actually benefited. Yeah, y'all should thank slavery. us. They, they, yeah, y'all should thank they, us. They've been able to use slavery uh, once they gained their freedom to their benefit. You know, it they, they were able to uh, just Learn find trades. ways to thrive from the institution of slavery. Um, and yeah. that's been the topic for the last two weeks now. Uh, and it just gets more cringe as time goes on. Um, 
still I ahead of that Florida secede from the nation because I, I it it is it is they are in their own little world down there. Ain't I am never going to Florida yeah. as long as I live. You hear me? I'm not going back. I'm not going back there. It's crazy. You I don't remember- care how many beaches. I don't care. I'm not going. I'm done. I'm not spending a dime in Florida at all. You remember when we did that little, you know, funny spoof that, you know, Florida's different. You know, look up your birthday mm-hmm. and find some crazy happening <clears throat> that happened on your birthday in Florida. We had these crazy stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's almost embarrassing to reveal that when I was younger, I really wanted to go to Florida, you know? But then as time goes on, and it's not even recent, this was maybe about 10, 15 years ago, where, you know, I just got to looking around and reading things that happened in Florida, how things are, how people move, go down there a couple of times, and you're just like, no, I don't want to be down here, actually. I, North Carolina's not that bad. North Carolina's pretty cool, actually. Um, even South Carolina I, is better than... Yeah, it's just like... It's legitly what something in the water. Legitly something yeah. in the water. I mean, we went to Florida. Has to be, but yeah, <laughs> all the water was t- was nasty. Yes. I said, "What and where is wrong with yes. the water, Rev?" This is true. This is true. When we went to Florida, <laughs> I said, "Something's wrong with this water." Even even then, like just a quick story, you know, me, wifey, <clears throat> P. Shaw, we went down to what was it, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, right. We had we had the um the Holy Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, that's when I was, you know, JB Real doing uh Christian music and just, you know, doing my thing. And I really wish um I could not find that project. Um it's called Freedom, the Front Runners Project, and I I I've been able to retrieve all of my old JB Real music except that project. And I was like, oh, it's just just tearing me up inside. But anyway, we went down there. We didn't win anything. um, I wonder if I still have it somewhere. Hopefully, if you do, you know, I used to have, I used to have everything. Yes. Yep. So what I did. Every time you came out with something, I was like, look, where am I? You, you, you dang it will rob me for it. It was just like, listen, come, come up off it. Come up off, come up off it. I just, I, I'm not even finished yet. Come up off the music. Give me the music. Yeah, she would debo me from for, for my Christian music. <laughs> <laughs> and she I also used to go to pumpkin ass towns where you would perform and help you sell them too. This is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Um, but you that guy though, Ref. You that you that guy, Dante. You that guy though. You know. You know um, I think I I may be making a return because like I, I want to get back into music. But we went down there and and I I just I got you that on the, that that the people when we went down there that was at this Christian you know hip hop uh, music award ceremony they all were kind of different. Wouldn't you agree that they all, especially the people. Who were you know the admins and stuff? They 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 were a little, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, let's let's get up out of here. You know, I, I had some performances. I was booked to perform and stuff, 
it was nice, blah, 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 blah. But it was just like, nah, let's just, let's just go. Let's just get up out of here. <laughs> let's just get up out of here. Let's just go. But it, I, I just feel like Ronda said, well, here's what I'll say about Ronda said. Just one, he's not, he's not going to be president. He would never become president. Um, but this is what I feel like is happening. Um, we are currently in not a culture war. This, this is a war of the pen. Um, because over the last three, four years, especially with social media, we've had such a rise in black people giving black history, telling stories and revealing truths in history that they have tried to sweep under the rug, tried to hide, tried to whitewash. And mm-hmm. so much has happened over the last three or four years. Those Confederate monuments that have stood for hundreds of years started coming down because mm-hmm. people were able to now look into history and now share information to say, oh, you are honoring and giving reverence to a monster. This person that you claim to be so great for America, he was actually a terrorist, a murderer um, who committed treason, you know, so they started taking upon themselves and tearing these Confederate monuments down. Now we start talking about things like white privilege, white fragility. We talk about systemic racism, and now we got all these conversations that's happening. Uh, reparations, that talk has echoed as loud as it has ever been. Um, and now new concepts are being introduced, like critical race theory and, and all these things that they feel like they have to quell, they have to eliminate because history as they know it is being threatened. I say this all the time, and I'll say it here, is the African proverb, until the lion learns to write, the story will glorify the hunter. And what's been happening over the last three or four years is the lion is learning how to write. And the hunter does not like the story that the lion is writing. Mm -hmm. So you have someone, a Ron DeSantis, who says, you know what? They, they bought into the the co-opt of the term woke. I hate it with a passion when I see the term woke be so politicized. When I see Democrat liberals use the word woke. And then I see Republican conservatives cringe and try to do everything to oppose the word woke. And it's like, that's not even what we mean when we say woke. But, you know, we always have to create something and then they take it and then we got to go somewhere else. So I was like, all right, well, y'all took the word woke from us. So now we got to figure out something else to use. But Ron DeSantis has taken this movement, this woke movement, is I'm going to do everything in my power to shut this down. You know, he made that whole declaration, Florida is where woke goes to die. And he has done every single thing to ensure that anything that is woke ideology 
is burnt down. So much so that he even includes the the teaching of black history, of you know the celebration of anything pro black. Is now oh, is is their excuse of throwing all of that stuff into woke ideology, and to the point where we will not do critical race theory, but we will implement something that is the antithesis of critical race theory, where we're going to teach African-American history for you and tell you how your ancestors went through slavery. So much so to say that, well, what they went through was bad, but they had some benefit. They benefited from slavery in some way. Uh, So KT, when you see what's going on in Florida and now they have this, this, teaching because it's been pushed through it's been pushed through they're going to go through with teaching this what is the way for people when their child goes into that florida classroom and they're taught the silver lining of slavery like it wasn't all that bad like what's your response to that like what's your opinion on what they're trying to do in florida and is there a way to combat that I said black people if you can get the hell up out of Florida we need a mass exodus of black people from Florida like and black people stop going on vacation in Florida spending all that money in Florida for them to spit in your face with shit like this. I'm not spending no money in Florida. I'm not doing it. I'm not going. I'm not spending no money in Florida. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. Ain't no way. It's crazy. Crazy. Because Ron to Satan. <laughs> Like I just want, I just want to <clears throat> take some holy oil and just go. Let it come upon you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, what in the world? He is just evil, and nope, all the nopes that ever noped in nope land. Uh, it's it's just it's just crazy Uh, I look at it like this Um, I'm going to read yeah what's up Pete there's no way possible that um, you're going to tell me that my hurt my pain and I'm saying this now because um, even though we you know, our ancestors, we know what slavery, in, you know, you know, had involved. We know what all went down. Um, um, y'all check out the movie 13th. Um, we know what all, you know, was involved. So you're telling me I benefited? No, I didn't benefit from it. I survived. You know, I had to adapt. I had to learn how to do things to live. 
oh, well, it was beneficial for your old colored folk to do that. Nah, you know, knowing what we know now, and I'm about like you, KT, um, how can a state basically spit on every black person face in the state and say, like, like, like we was talking earlier, I hear you all, but that means nothing. Uh, we still going to vote. We're going to vote on this, and we're going to make it go through. Um, you little nigger colored folk, yeah, this is what you're going to learn. This is what's going to happen. And um, and you're going to be happy about it because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be where you are now. Um, th those shoes you got on, those clothes you got on, you know, somebody is, is being enslaved by it. But they learned. They learned. They learned a lesson. Um, I whooped them twice. And guess what? He didn't do it no more. I didn't have to whoop him no more. Um, when I, he saw me um, hang his mother. Guess what? He that little nigger boy got in line um, when he saw me bend his father over, pull his pants down, and do the hoochie booty with him in front of the whole tribe. Guess what? He got in line because he didn't want to do that. You're telling me that people benefited from learning how to not die, um, from learning how to survive, from you know. Y'all take a list of this, yeah, because it's yeah. it's crazy. Now, tell me what this says to you. So the legislature, because I'm, I'm actually on the website now, uh, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to introduce you guys to someone who's on the African-American Histories Task Force that put this program together. Um, Students should develop an understanding of the ramifications of prejudice, racism, and stereotyping on individual freedoms and examine what it means to be responsible and respectful person for the purpose of encouraging tolerance of diversity in a pluralistic uh, society. I said that wrong word, that word wrong, but it's okay. For the nurturing of protecting democratic values and institutions. All right. Yep. Sounds nice. So this legislature acknowledges the fundamental truth that all persons are created equal, equal before the law and have inalienable rights. Accordingly, instructions will, uh, on these topics must be consistent with the following principles of individual freedom. No person is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously, solely by the virtue of his or her race or sex. No race is inherently superior to the next. No person should be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment solely a part of the basis of race, color, national origin, religion, disability, or sex. Meritocracy, which is their whole thing, so meritocracy, um, or traits such as hard work, ethic, are not racist, but fundamental to the right to pursue happiness and rewarded for industry. A person, by virtue of his or her race, sex, does not bear responsibility or actions committed in the past by other members of the same race or sex. A person should not be instructed that he, she must feel guilt, anguish, and other forms of psychological distress for actions in which he or she played no part, committed in the past or by other members of the same race or sex. Once you, once you go through all the, you know, the fluff BS of the, yes, we already know this, to me, this isn't so much of teaching African-American history. This seems like you're just trying to protect white people. If I'm just being honest. And that, yeah. that's what it, that's what it seemed like to me. You're trying to protect white people because you think if you teach African-American history, if you teach black history, the, you know, even 
that, that predates slavery, but the institution starting with the transatlantic slave trade, you don't like the fact that some people will inherently, they may feel some type of way because people that looked like a particular group that you're trying to protect, they feel some type of way. I don't think there's anyone that has taught in a school setting when it comes to black history that you, white person, sitting in the class, you should feel bad. I, 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 don't, I don't know if there's not. I could be wrong. You know, there are some teachers out there that may be, you know, out in left field. But when we teach black history, we don't teach black history to make white people feel bad. Like we black are very history, accommodating, actually. Very accommodating. So I'm like, it's not taught to make people feel bad. Now, if you feel bad because of it, that has nothing to do with us. That's just information shared. And the right. because and what has people feeling or getting in their feelings when black history is taught is because what you have been taught about this very same history is shown in a much different light of perspective. So now mm -hmm. the people that you laud as heroes, the people that you see as the great founders and so on and so forth, you're now seeing them for, you're seeing them who as really who they really were. And you don't like that. And so that's why we have to say, hey, that's just white fragility because we're just giving information of this actually happened, but y'all have to do this gaslighting mental gymnastic thing. Oh, that's just victimhood. You just, you know, all these other things. Once you get past all this fluff, the last, the last two points that they made emphasis on, this is what we're going to teach. Is... No, you shouldn't be made to feel guilty and you have no responsibility for actions committed in the past. I would say, I submit to you that I disagree. I believe that there is a part, there is a responsibility that you must take. Caucasian, Anglo-Saxon, European descendants of these people. Now, am I asking you to dismantle and... Uh, to give reparation out of your own pocket? Absolutely not. But there is what's called a repentance. And that's not even in, in the Christian or religious text. Repentance means to turn away from. You have the responsibility to turn away from so it doesn't happen. So the system that was created is now dismantled and one that's actually built on meritocracy is actually pushed forward. But to act like that, oh, this happened, that has nothing to do with me, but you continue on in the system that they built, yes, you do have a responsibility. Because mm -hmm. when we talk about these things, and y'all say, well, I'm not racist. I never owned slaves. Why are we talking about this now? It's very simple. I look at this with the analogy. Now, this isn't to trigger anyone. Now, uh, if anyone that has any history of any type of domestic violence and abuse. This, this isn't to single out or to disrespect your experience. I'm just giving an analogy. But I, I liken this to a person who is a victim of domestic violence. And this violence has been was going on for years, years at a time. Just brutal violence that was put upon that person who was the victim of it. And then finally... Some people stepped in and went to that person who was the abuser and said, no, you can't do this anymore. And they said, and the abuser said, okay, well, I'm not going to beat you anymore. 
and then just continued on with life as you know as life is life well i'm not going to beat you anymore but then you say well what about the pain that you caused me and the pain that you inflicted on me for years and years at a time what am i supposed to do now and the response is well what are you complaining about we don't beat you anymore. Just get over it. I'm not beating you now. Why are you still complaining about it? See, that's that victim mentality where there's no justice, no accountability brought upon the abuser. There is there is no system and no um, no process in place to repair, which is what reparations is. It, it literally means to repair the person that that abuse was afflicted on it's just okay you think that oh well i'm just not going to beat you anymore i'm just not going to assault you i'm I'm just not going to inflict that type of pain and brutality upon you anymore so you should be fine now because i'm not beating you anymore and as you continue to struggle along with trying to pick up the pieces of your life friends and family of the abuser is like, I, I just don't understand. I mean, they have nothing to do with me. I wasn't the one that beat you. So I don't know. Maybe you should get over. What responsibility do I have? See how crazy that sounds. So this seems to me that all you was doing is being the only focus is to make sure that you protect the feelings of white people. That's all. Y- y'all remember the um there was a, a animation cartoon. Um, I think it was called The Impossible Race or something like that. Where they just basically showed the um the plight of like black people in America, where they tried to run a race, um, and when the race started, they were, you know, basically caged for 400 years and then after 400 years passed it was finally able to start running the race and then all these things the war on drugs um and all these things i'm trying to find that video but they showed that video and the parents got so mad they were so offended they, they, they were so offended offended by it that the move that the video was taken down um i can't i can't find that video but maybe i'll find it later but I'm also going to show you guys this. Um, I want to introduce you guys to a pastor by the name of Kim Daniels, who um, she went as she was preaching in into her congregation at the time. Um, she made a very strong statement, basically saying, you know, she thanks God for slavery. <laughs> because if it wasn't for slavery, I, just, if it wasn't for slavery, you know, we, um, we would, she, you know, she would be in Africa. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to show it. I'm just going to show it. I'm, I'm oh going to show this God. thing. See, and I can't see this. Ooh. Pastor Kim Daniels, this this lady is, she is on the task force that Ron DeSantis has put together to put this curriculum together. Check this out. I thank God for slavery. Mm. I thank God for the crack house. 
if it wasn't for the crack house, come on somebody, God wouldn't have never been able to use me how he can use me now. And if it wasn't for slavery, I might be somewhere in Africa worshiping a tree. I'm going to run that back. I'm going to run it back. This is who Ron DeSantis mm. added to his Black History Task Force. Uh, mm. Pastor Kim Daniels, she said this, everybody, listen again. I thank God for slavery. Mm. I thank God for the crack house. If it wasn't for the crack house, come on somebody, God wouldn't have never been able to use me how he can use me now. And if it wasn't for slavery... I might be somewhere in Africa worshiping a tree. Is the Lord using you though? Uh, is really? He, is, he? is God using you really? for that bull? Uh-huh. A tree. That's what she said. At all things, a That's tree. What she said. A tree. Look, I will say this from experience, and I'm gonna say this honestly. Um, those countries um, over there, the Africa, Africa. I don't know Africa. She talking about, but they. They worship God a whole lot more, and you know, than we do. I mean, faithful. I'm talking about kids loving on fire for church. Um, here, if it ain't children's church, some kids don't even want to go. I know I got them, but I'm just speaking in general. You know what I mean? But over there, a tree. That was your your example. Thank God for the crack house. I mean, God gonna use you wherever He gonna use you at, due to whatever circumstance you're going through. But you, you thank God for slavery. Because you wouldn't want to be in Africa. If those are your two points, those are basically the only two things you said. Those are your two points. Crack house, slavery, Africa, tree. What? Well, no. because- Have you ever been to Africa, you stupid mother? Mm. Uh-huh. Have you ever exactly. even been? Nope. Do I'm you really sure even hasn't. know what they worship over there? Have you even taken any time to learn about the cultures at all? See, here's the thing. Because you would then find out the complex religions that are over there. Yes. Now, maybe it's not something you agree with, but it ain't trees they worship in. Come on now. It isn't trees. Actually, and let's go ahead and give this this coon. I'm just going to go ahead and call it what it is. It's straight up coon. Straight up coon. Because... This gives, she's basically saying this. I thank God that slavery happened that brought, that allowed my ancestors to be treated like animals, like beasts, because they weren't even considered human to have them go through what they go through to eventually have me so I can be introduced to the white man's religion. Mm-hmm. I'm glad mm. that I was able to be over here to experience the white man's religion. But this is why she is such a coon, because Christianity is not, is not a white man's religion. Mm-hmm, Christianity mm-hmm. is not the white mm-hmm. man's faith. I'm just going to go ahead and keep it a stack. There is no major religion on the face of this earth that was started by Europeans. Come on now. The origin of Christianity was in that same continent you thought you would be worshiping a tree in. Africa, baby. Why don't you know this? Christianity, the faith and the belief in Christ originated 
in that same continent, you said that if the white man didn't save you, you would have been worshiping a tree. Christianity was in Africa long, long before Europeans showed up. Christianity is not a white men's religion. And I know black people in pro-black groups, they say that, but they are wrong. Mm -hmm. White people didn't introduce Christianity to black people. Christianity was already in Africa long before okay. the transatlantic slave trade, when Portugal came down trying to slay, trying to trade for slaves. Long before that, this Christianity isn't a white man's thing. It's not a black man's thing, but if we're talking about just geographical location. <laughs> so what tree are you talking about? And so that's that's the thing that infuriated me is that and you are white so is a fake race anyway. Yes. They created the, that shit. They created race that. period is a, is a created literally thing. created it's, it's a created social construct that gave them the justification of we can enslave these people because we are going to de declare ourselves the superior race and anything mm -hmm. that is not like us is inferior to us. Oh, look, there's a continent of dark skinned people there. They are inferior to us. And so they got, um, I forgot the, the Pope or whoever, some high ranking religious person in Portugal to say, this is God's decree that we are to go and subjugate those people because they are inferior to us. They had nothing to do with God. Right. Or did it have anything to do with the word and scriptures of God? They used it. They perverted it to justify their conquest of the world. Period, mm -hmm. point blank, the end. But for you to be a pastor, a pastor to stand there leading a flock of people with such Stupid, ignorant information that you're going to tell a whole congregation of black people you thank God for slavery because if not, you will be worshiping a tree. What the hell are you talking about? And this person right now is on the task force, quote unquote, of teaching black history in Florida, directly appointed by Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> What are y'all talking about? Like, it, I just. The Bible warns you. It, it warns you about people just like that. It warns you about these things. So, I mean, hey. Yeah. Yeah, she, mm, she well, tripping mm. though. All right, man. Look, man, we appreciate y'all pulling up, checking us out, man. This is episode, what, 123? 123? 122? I think it's 122. Um, I put 123, but yeah, I can't count. Uh, but we appreciate y'all checking us out, man. Uh, y'all, it's National Orgasm Day, so I'm getting up out of here. So it's your boy Dante here with the Talk My Credo podcast. KT's in the building. Peace y'all's in the building. Listen, we want y'all to just Continue to do your research, man. Continue to do your research. I'm I'm looking at the comments of this video and everyone just like, oh, she's absolutely correct. Oh, she's telling such truths, telling such truths. And I'm like, no, nope, not at all. But that's it, man. Listen, y'all stay fly. 
Stay blessed. We getting up out of here, man. Y'all have a, a wonderful week. And until next time, again, stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all. Get out of Florida. For real talk and dope conversations. To the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. Happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube. And Talk My Credo.